Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Lori. And today we are changing things up a bit again and chatting about a day in the life of a full-time and a part-time reseller. As you all know, or maybe you don't, (laughs) Lori is a full-time reseller and YouTuber, while I'm part-time, kind of. (laughs) But our routines, how we process items, and what products we use differ, and we want to share that with all of you. It's fun to hear how other resellers manage their business, and uh, we always are learning from one another. So we're excited for this conversation today. All right, everyone, we will see you at the table. Happy Sunday, Lori. Happy Sunday, Daniela. It has been a busy, busy week, I think for both of us, you more so than me, that much I know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, it has been busy. I just, I feel like every day I w- wake up and I'm like, wow, that's another week in the books. Wow. That's another week. Wow. I take the kids. I take Angie <laughs> back to college in four weeks. Well, that's crazy. She just got home. <laughs> I know. I feel like she just got home, but like, she's, you know, she went to Florida. She went to New York. It, yeah. It's been busy. We had the Cape, but like, it's just been flying by more mm-hmm. so than ever. Back to school commercials are already on TV. Oh boy. Yes. I saw one today and I was like, oh, we're okay. It's time. Mm-hmm. And actually it's funny you say that about college There's a woman that I work with. Her son has to move out because he's staying there over the summer. So I guess they were allowed to stay in the summertime in the dorms. Yeah. So he's staying in the summer and then he has to move out next week to then move into a different building in two weeks. Cause in two weeks they're all going back. So right. that's crazy. It's interesting that they let him stay so long. Maybe he had a job over the summer or something. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know the details. I just know that he's been staying there. He's been doing half and half because he's uh, in Providence at Brown. So he's not far, but um, he's been staying half the time in the dorm and then half the time coming home. But for whatever reason, they let them stay. Maybe because they have a lot of international students. That's my guess. Brown has a lot of international students. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they have to move out in two weeks to then just move in two weeks after, Crazy, which is just nuts. I know. Well, all the leases in Pennsylvania go from like August to August, oh, August to the end of July, you know? So the kids like technically have their apartments over the summer, although Angie, Angie's moving off campus this year. So her okay. lease starts in August. Um, Anthony's apartment is, was just there, but he left state college and now he's in Pittsburgh. So, um, He's been there, uh, but he's already went, he's already gone back to school and like visited his old apartment because some of the guys are still living there um, next year. But yeah, another school year. And I think people are particularly excited because it's actually back to school this year. I know, a real back to school. It'll be interesting to see what it's going to look like for people. Are people going to still be working from home or are they going to go back into the office or are they going to do hybrid? Like there's just so many possibilities now. So many. I mean, I know um, for Jay, it's going to be a hybrid. I think a lot of people are hybrid. Is that what you guys are doing? Mm, right. And so most people are fully remote and then the rest of us are hybrid. And then some people are still in the office mm. full time and have never gone home. Um, yeah. I think there's, I think it's just going to be a pretty flexible atmosphere because I don't think, I mean, I can only speak for what Jay's going through with his company, but like he, you know, the group, the group that he runs, he, they don't want to say like, you have to come back, you know, because some people are still apprehensive. And, um, so I think they're, they're going to, after labor day require some, some level. Um, but then like one of the groups, they have their busy season 
and um, September 15th is like a deadline. So they might give them remote because they don't want to break their rhythm until they, you know, until September 15th and then come back. But there are, you know, different groups. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. I know. I think the kids will be excited. That's for sure. You know, it's so strange for me because my baby's going to be a senior in high school. But like his last normal year, he was like halfway through his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And then he was home and then he spent his entire junior year home. Essentially, they went back in April. And like, so mentally, I'm like, oh my God, I have to schedule senior pictures for you. It's it's so weird for me because mm-hmm. he lost so much. You know, he was like yeah. a baby his sophomore year, seemed exactly. so young. And now, now he's a senior, which is nuts. Crazy, crazy. I know, your last one, Lori. No, last one. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about our routines. And I think- in general, we may have, Lori and I may have similar routines in some way, shape, or form, except um, most of my routine takes part at night, unless it's the weekend. There are some things I do in the morning time where, Lori, it's kind of, I mean, this is your full-time gig, and you schedule in YouTube as well, so your days look a little different than what mine would look like if I had a complete day off. Maybe we'll do it that way. Maybe we'll do it as, like, if We'll do both ways for me. If I had the complete day off, what it would look like, and then if I'm working. So it kind of gives people an idea of what a part-time seller goes through, right? When you're working a full-time job. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, it, it is It is a little different. And I mean, we're all doing the same things, right? We're, we're selling, we're shipping, we're packaging, mm-hmm. we're putting things in inventory. So it's just kind of when we make time for that, how we do it, um, you know, if we're pretty structured, if we're loose with stuff, you know, and, and for me, it changes from week to week. Sometimes I'm really on top of things and I'm very regimented, but I, but I will say that COVID has definitely mixed things up for me quite a bit. Yeah. Now, are you still, I know you started waking up earlier. Are you still doing that? I know it's been like a week, a week or two that you've been doing that. Yes, I am. Actually, my alarm goes off and Jay's like, why is your alarm set on the weekends? I'm like, because I think if I doesn't go off on the weekend, then I won't wake up during the week. Um, I, I snooze it a lot more in the weekend, but 5.55 is, is the time that my, um, you know, my alarm goes off and I don't sleep like I used to. I have trouble sleeping sometimes. So, um, but I'm up. I mean, I, I do try to get up early and what I've been, what I've been doing more so with the early mornings, um, shipping. Yes, I'm still shipping. However, um, if I don't have a lot to ship or if I've done shipping throughout the day or pulled stuff at night, I've been editing in the morning and it's mm-hmm. been beautiful. It's been That's really nice. A great idea. So the house is so quiet. Yeah. It, the house is so quiet. I'll come down and, you know, just get the coffee going and sit down and I'll have, uh, you know, I'll load stuff the night before onto iMovie and to my computer and just all the raw footage and I'll just sit down and edit. And like, before I know it, you know, it's seven, seven thirty, and and I'm still able to get my shipping done by nine a.m. Um, and yeah, and then when I realize, uh, when I when I feel the benefit of editing in the morning is when I go back to like you know start working on thumbnails and mm-hmm. do my my B roll, add music, you know, add all my inserted pictures and whatnot, and then I'm like, wow, you know, I already. It's like when you work out in the morning and by the time you realize what time it is, like your workout's done, you're like, not that I know what that feels like lately, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like when you, when you get stuff done super early in the morning, sometimes you don't realize how much you get accomplished when you're not being interrupted. So editing has been a great thing for me in the morning. So editing and shipping are my morning things. 
Yeah, for me during the week, the first thing I do when I wake up, which is it's going to change this week. But right now, the first thing I do when I wake up is I, I check my Poshmark for notifications, check and see if there's anything on Poshmark that I need to address, whether it's offers or whatever. Someone asks questions. I yeah. take care of those first thing in the morning because I know I'm working all day and I'm not going to really check Poshmark. I just, some days I can on my breaks and some days I can't. It just depends on what's going on that day. Um, but starting tomorrow, my alarm's going to go off between 4.45 and 5 because I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to the gym at least three days a week, um, work out for about 45 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes, ease my way back into it, come home, shower, all that kind of stuff, deal with whatever I need to deal with, and then kind of go to work. So I don't know if I'm going to focus as much time on like answering those questions and kind of doing all that stuff, Poshmark in the morning, because I feel like I need to focus on my health more so than Poshmark when I first wake up that's where my priority lies right now. So that's what my routine is probably going to change to. Um, but where I, so used what to- has it looked like thus far for the summer? Like I, I, I basically pull my sales sometimes in the morning Yep. And I get that ready to go. And I'm checking my notifications and answering any questions. Gotcha. That's what I do. Cause I'm out the door and at work by eight, eight thirty. So I don't really have that much time in the morning to, to deal with reselling um but those are hybrid so how many days are you home and how many days are you in the office um so three days home oh okay yeah so it does help yeah oh yeah I would think just not having the commute time but how close you're pretty close to work seven minutes oh my god that's insane yeah I know like I look at Jay and like he'll like his his commute to Boston is an hour and 30 minutes yeah. Even though we're only 25 miles outside of Boston, when it was like, you know, normal commuting time, he's on the road like three hours a day. Mm-hmm. So it's like hugely impactful when he's working from home. Like I can't, be- like he's stunned by like what he can get done. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, as opposed to like having that commute. So true. My husband's home every day. So for him, just the gas savings and parking, because when you work in a city, you get Train. parking. Mm-hmm it's a lot when you work downtown, you know? So, um, it has been, it's great. And he gets way more done at home. I think most people get more things done at home unless you have little ones running. Around. I was going to say, yeah, that, that is highly, ones, a little different. highly dependent on, I mean, it's funny because Jay has some people in his office who like have wanted to be back from the word go because they have small children at home who mm-hmm. aren't sleeping at night or who are crying, you know, it's, it's and like, it's just the nature of the beast. Like, I feel like when we were like a young couple with small children, that's when we had smaller space. That's when we had less, you know, now I feel like we could do it. We could spread out a little more, but when the kids are young and you're in small quarters, it can be really challenging. Yeah, absolutely. So I know Lori, you do porch pickups sometimes for your shipping. Is that the majority of what you do? Um, when I remember, like I, I usually always try to get a porch pickup for Monday because I tend to have more, more packages going out after the weekend. Um, so definitely on Mondays, oftentimes I will be laying in bed at 11 o'clock at night and be like, oh my God, I didn't set up my pickup for tomorrow. And you can, I can do it like up until like 2 a.m. We're, we're a small town. I don't know if that's like yeah. USPS across the board, but when I log in, I can set it up. Um, yeah. So that, that's always nice. That definitely puts a little fire under my bum when I know that the, um, you know, they're going to come pick up packages. So I usually 
start that as soon as, you know, that that's tip. I mean, I put out only two videos a week, so I'm not like mm-hmm. editing every morning, but I, I will dedicate probably two mornings, early mornings to editing. Um, yeah. And then the porch pickup shipping. I have like my little routine in my office. I'll throw on YouTube and print my labels. I kind of pull things throughout the day. So I, I, it seems to me like most of the time I'll have like half of my orders upstairs and half I'll still need to go downstairs and pick up, pick, pull. And do you ever have like those mental blocks? It's just like that one thing you don't feel like looking for. Uh-huh. <laughs> All the like, time. <laughs> I don't know why I'm discriminating against like this one thing. And it's not even that it's like lost or hard to find. I'm like, I'll get that tomorrow or I'll get that later today. A shoe for me. I'm like, I don't want to find the shoe right now because it's just a lot of work for me to yeah, find. I feel like looking for that right now. Last week, it was like this little leopard clutch that I just couldn't find, but it was tiny. Mm. And it turned out I had it in a drawer instead of with all my purses. And like, if I had stopped for like 10 minutes and actually given it some thought, like they're not, it's not part of my bin system. It's not my tote scan. I don't have my um, handbags in my tote scan system. And like, as soon as I really thought about it, I I knew exactly where it was, but like, I just didn't. So anyways, I kept pushing that one (laughs) to the side for whatever reason, but usually I'll pull throughout the day. Like if I'm downstairs photographing and taking pictures and a sale comes through, I'll pull it and I'll just toss it on my desk upstairs, which is where I do all my printing. Mm -hmm. And so I usually like, we'll do the first wave of orders that are going out. And then I'll go downstairs and and get some more. I'll print the labels. And then once the labels are printed, I'll go grab the pieces. So you ship daily. I ship daily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless I have a day where I only sell like one item and it's midday, I might skip shipping the next day, you know? Um, And then I have like those power days where I'm home for the day. I send out like yesterday's shipping in the morning and I got a couple more orders in the the morning or I'll go to the post office later in the day if I forget to do a porch pickup. Right. Um, and then I basically get like two days worth of ordering out the door and then mm-hmm. I can skip the next day. But I mean, generally I'm shipping every day, not a lot. Like if I have a lot on one day, I might be able to fit everything in my mailbox the next day. Or I'm classic for hanging like a TJ Maxx bag off the flag of my mailbox, like loaded with stuff. Um and my, my, my mail carrier is fine with it. She's like, no, it saves me a trip to your front door if you can fit it in the bag. But um, yeah, so every day is a little bit different, but. Yeah, I have, a, so I used to ship every day and then I realized working full time, it's really hard to do that sometimes because I don't know what my night's going to look like. Sometimes I get home from work and I just don't want to do anything when it comes to reselling in terms yeah. of like pulling sales, right? Like I'll, might, I might have things on my phone that I can list or that are already drafted and that's easy to do. But like to take the time sometimes to find the items and pull them, I just don't feel like it at night. So I decided last year that I would have a schedule for shipping. So it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which makes it a lot easier for me um, because the Monday I have all my weekend sales that come in that I ship. Wednesday, I'll have Tuesday and, you know, Monday night into Tuesday stuff. So I'll ship Wednesday. It's worked for me. So yes, my ship time, I think is like 2.2 days now, whatever. Like I'm okay with that. You know, that's something that I had to kind of let go of that. I don't have fast shipper on my Poshmark account. I don't care. (laughs) You know, sometimes it's just figuring out what works best for you. Um, Poshmark does give us three day window. I don't like to go to three days, but sometimes I have to, because I can't find an item. Sometimes I have to go six days and I let the person know like, Hey, working on it, (laughs) you know, I'll I'll find it, but I just don't, don't know where it is right now. 
um, which is always the worst, but it's the worst feeling it is, but I do the Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and that works for me. And, and it, I always pull my sales the night before when I was doing it in the morning, I thought it worked for me until I realized it stressed me out before work. Mm. That's not oh, a good yeah. day. I bet that's really stressful. It is. So doing it at night, like I usually look around seven, eight o'clock done eating, cleaned up, like I'm in my pajamas and I'll just come in here and take like the half hour or whatever to pull whatever I need to pull, put it in a bag. And then I, when I wake up in the morning, I'm ready to go to work. The bag's already done. Like, I don't have to worry about it. Um, Such a good feeling. It is. It is. So that's been, that's been my system. I also asked um, the apartment complex if they do pick up so USPS this weekend because I've never tried and I know that there's no real place for me to put it. So I didn't bother asking, but I was in the office the other day and I asked and she had told me that they generally don't do it. But if I leave it outside of the office door and just leave a note on it, the mail carrier that comes here actually has a card to get in before business hours and she'll grab it. So I think I might start doing that. Like the night before when everything's done, just drop it off in front of the office because it's locked. And then, so good. then so, yeah, I mean, if your shipping's getting pulled and completed at mm-hmm. night, the night before, then why not? Right. Just yeah. take that There's off your plate. You don't even have to think about it the next day. So we'll see. Maybe that's, maybe I'll try it out next week and see how that goes. But it was nice to know that I have that option for the pickup. That's a great option. Yeah. Can you hear that right now? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sitting in my living room and Rocco just got in the shower and it's very loud, like above me. I'm just wondering no. if it's. I don't hear anything. Okay, good. No, no. Um, So the next thing we have on here is like our schedule throughout the day. So for me, I'm working. So I don't really have anything that I schedule up throughout the day unless, like I said, I have a break and I either source or I'm looking at something on Poshmark, right? Dealing with all that kind of stuff. For you, Lori, being full-time, do you schedule out days to source? Are you scheduling out like, okay, got to film a video on this day for this kind of content? Like, what does that look like for you? Um, I guess it's a little bit different every week, depending. Mm-hmm. Uh, this summer was interesting because I had my Thrift Across New England series, which did require more planning than my average um, sourcing trips because they required travel. Yeah. So in a couple cases, you know, like just coordinating with other people, um, like I shopped with my friend, Brittany in New Hampshire. So I coordinated with her. I coordinated with you for Rhode Island. Um, Maine was a commitment cause that's kind of a far trip. Vermont was big. So like I had to plan those days out more so than if I just needed to go sourcing and I could go to savers 10 minutes from my house. Um, but I do try to do two videos a week. Typically, um, I have a video on Sunday and Wednesday, or Monday and Thursday, I let go of that schedule because that was stressing me out when I used to be Sunday, Wednesday. I would get really unnecessarily stressed out if I didn't have a video, you know, because Sunday nights you were stressed. We record the podcast on Sundays. So if I didn't have my video uploaded by the time we would record, I would be really stressed. And now if it's not up, I'll just release it on Monday or like today. I knew I had the birthday party. So I was up early and I actually had most of my video edited before bed because we were going to be cooking today. And uh, we had Rocco's birthday party. I don't know if I said that yet in the podcast, but um, we were having company at noon. So I had, you know, it was just real small details that I had to do in the morning. And I just decided instead of doing my video 
at my typical like dinner time release, I was going to do a morning release for today's video. And it was just nice to just get it off my plate. So two days a week, I have um, videos that need to go out. So honestly, I, I plan videos around when I freaking take a shower and I'm not joking. Like if it's just a day and I'm like, I like, sometimes I'll have lunch with a friend say, or I'll go to breakfast with a friend and I'll be like, Oh, I have to like bathe and shower and you know, do my hair today and put on makeup. I'm going to film a video because it's, it's effort for me. Like it really is. I'm not like young with beautiful skin like you, like, and just be able to like throw my hair up. Like I have to plan it. Um, it's just my thing. I don't know. But so I do plan, but it, but it's different. It varies from week to week and sourcing lately. No, I don't really plan sourcing days. I will plan them with like a friend or something, or if there's a particular place that I want to go and I know their sale day, like Salvation Army on Mondays in Worcester, you know, which I don't source there very often, but if I do go there, I plan it for a Monday. Um, At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So there are certain locations that I'll go to on certain days, but I'm not that scheduled to be perfectly honest. I'm just not. Yeah. And I think that's fine because I feel like with reselling, you are able to have that flexibility too. It's Mm -hmm. not like um, a regimented thing, right? Unless you want to make it regimented. You know, you kind of dictate as a self-employed individual what you want to focus on that day and what needs to get done. I mean, you make Yeah, it, it does require discipline, you know? So an, another thing that I do do because, um, and I, I see that later on our agenda here, um, where, you, where we're going to talk about my assistant, Caitlin, who comes mm-hmm. to the house. Caitlin works three days a week for three hours. She works nine hours a week. Um, so a lot of the time I will do some of my more scheduled time around when Caitlin is going to be here. And honestly, she is such a dedicated, hardworking kid. God love her. I don't know what I'm going to do when she's gone, but she calls me at the beginning of the week and will like work out a day that like whatever couple days, like she usually comes, she usually comes on the weekend one day. It's typically on Sunday that just works for her. Um, But this week she knew I had Rocco's party. So she came yesterday. So when she was here, I planned on doing some listings because she's drafting so I can list while she's drafting or I'll shoot a video because I just need to be home. So she's in the basement and I'm up here shooting a video. Um, So I always plan those nine hours for when Caitlin will be here. Now, occasionally she's here and I have to run an errand and I trust her and I'll just like, she can stay here. Jay's here. Rocco's here. Um, So I do plan a lot of my work schedule around when Caitlin is here. Right. Which makes sense because she's helping you with those tasks. Yeah. That... It's like I'm getting double time out right. of those hours that she's here because she's listing, she's uh, drafting, I'm listing. And I've, I had to laugh because when we had our Patreon mm-hmm. conversation, uh, our Zoom chat, which we do with our Patreons once a month, um, Chloe 
Hi, Chloe, if you're listening, said that her Vendu um, drafts are now like her e-death pile. Like that just cracked me up and I wanted to acknowledge it in the Patreon because I'm like, oh my gosh, I have that. Like I have 94 drafts right now and there are drafts that are like at the bottom that I keep avoiding because I need to take a measurement or I notice, you know, Caitlin picks up on a little stain so she'll circle it in the photo. And then I'm like, I need to go back and look at that. Is that a pull? Is it a stain? Is it a hole? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I have this like little death pile in my drafts now um, because I'm always working from the most recent ones, Mm -hmm. but that's been really great because I can sit down now at any given moment. And literally like before we started talking, I like banged out like five or six, like in relative, because the photos are done. She edits the first and last photos for brightness. Mm -hmm. So I might zoom in on a couple other ones. She puts the measurements in there so I can, but they're all getting posted just to Poshmark lately. I've been really bad about cross posting. Um, I would say I'm cross posting like maybe 10% of my items recently with just, I don't know. I feel like things have been a little bit busier lately. Like I need to, I am going to hire someone from Upwork to do my, um, just more consistent, just so I can, so it can be a more consistent number for me. Yeah, absolutely. I think when I initially hired um, my VA from Upwork, the like first boost that I got from him literally putting everything on eBay was wonderful. And now it's more of like, you know, it's like 10, 15 items going up every day kind of thing. So, I mean, I can't say eBay's taken off because I'm being consistent with it, but I do get sales from it that I am posting things on a daily or, or every couple of days kind of thing. Um, cause some days I don't list stuff cause I take a complete day off. Otherwise I have no time to myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for me, I'm working during the day. So, you know, I am not really doing much of anything, but after work, I could do any number of things after work. Sometimes I drop off my packages at the post office, which is right down the road from where I work. I'll drop them off either after work or on my lunch break, depending on what my day looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I basically have various thrift and consignment stores that I can go to. So if I feel like sourcing after work and I have the energy to do it um, in the time, then I might hit up a couple of thrift stores that are in like 10, 15 minutes away, or even closer to where I work. There's one that's five minutes away. There's two that are five minutes away. And then there's a few that are about 15, 20 minutes away. Um, so sometimes I do that. Sometimes I, you know, source for a little bit and then then I head home. But I find that when I do that, and this is the struggle of being a part-time seller, is I don't get home then until 6, 7, 7.30 at night. And I still got to eat. And my husband's- And you're really there. tired. Yeah. And then my <laughs> husband's sitting here just like, hey- remember me (laughs) exactly remember me um yeah because then I feel like my night's gone right because then I get home and I I feel rushed I gotta pull my sails and then by the time I'm done doing everything I gotta go to bed you know so it's like I don't get much done when I do that so I hesitate when I want to thrift after work and I don't always do it but then I also despise thrifting on the weekend because Mm. it's so busy so it's like trying to find that balance what ends up happening is I take time out of work and I go thrift like that's what ends up happening I plan a day off because I have the hours to do it um I don't take a lot of time out of work so um I just especially over the last year like the amount of time I've accumulated over the last year is just crazy because no one really called out during the pandemic there was no reason to right you had right because everyone was home exactly Mm -hmm. so um you know, I plan my sourcing day with Lori. I try to do that once a month and then I'll plan to go somewhere else, you know, for the day. And I try to do it that way because when I do it after work or I do it on the weekend, I either lose my weekend 
and then get nothing else done. Mm-hmm. Or I'm rushing around trying to get everything done the weekend. And then I'm not rested for Monday. So it's like finding that balance is so hard when you do this part-time. It's extremely difficult. And you either it have to seems, scale back. It seems like it's been a nice thing since the pandemic to be Absolutely. able to have the flexibility to source during the day when you work full-time. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of a gift mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you know, you probably couldn't do pre-pandemic. No, I mean, like, it's nice that I can take a break during the day. You know, I take my, my hour break and I can kind of do what I want. Because when I'm in the office, I don't take my break. I can tell you nine times out of 10, I might go get my food from the fridge and then sit down at my desk and I'm still working. Like, I don't really get a break in the office. It's just, sometimes I do, but it's not, not common, not common. So, you know, it's, it's definitely something that I think if you're a part-time seller, you, you're constantly struggling with because, and then you kind of envy those that are full-time because you're like, oh, you can literally go in the middle of the day when they're, when they're stocking everything. And, you know, there's a little bit of FOMO that goes on when you're a part-time seller. It'd be a lie if I didn't say that there's FOMO because you see people that are full-time that are at the bins and they're sourcing during the day and they're showing everyone that, you know, all the stores that are stocking and they're grabbing all the stuff off the new racks. And when you get out of work at four or five, you know, even six, whatever time it is, and you're going to the store, well, they stopped stocking at least two hours ago if you're going at 6 p.m. And there's no yeah. guarantee you're even going to find anything you walk in. So then you've wasted, I don't want to say wasted, but you've taken time out of your day and you haven't, and you didn't pick anything up or you picked up a couple of things. Right. I have to move rooms. The kids um, are going to okay. watch their show. So I'm going to go into my office. No worries. Um, yeah, I, I have found lately, I mean, yes, I, I acknowledge that it it is nice to um, have that flexibility when you're full-time to be able to, um, to source. But I have found that like, it's been tricky for me to get sourcing. How do I want to say this? Like, I, I feel like I have to start um, backburnering, mm-hmm. putting sourcing on the back burner mm-hmm. and take care of more of the basics. Like, I feel like the bottleneck for me is like my inventory now, like it gets listed, it gets photographed. Um, but then it's like packaging, packaging it up and tote scanning it and putting it into my inventory or just listing everything that I have in my death pile. Like I, you know, because and sourcing is the thing that everybody is posting about, right? Like not many people, everyone posts about everybody posts about. So it's not, I feel like I need to do more of the like, I, I don't plan on, so I mean, and sourcing is also like kind of therapeutic. So like, I think if I, I, I'm having company who I'm going to be sourcing with soon. So I'm really trying to just get through what I have now, uh, which is a lot because the buyout that I did this week, the estate sale buyout, is just like an absurd amount um, of items that need to get listed. And I need to to do that. And then I have said to myself, if I do go sourcing, it's going to be like home runs only, like literally sneak out for an hour, go to savers because it's close zone out. If I need like an hour, like as a break, you know, Mm -hmm. a zone out time. And then like, you know, maybe come home with two or three pieces. None of this like full cart stuff for me for a long time. Yeah. Like, you know, for a few weeks until I, until I get above water right now I'm buried. Yeah. And I mean, I think doing the buyout and doing thrift across new England has caused you to be a little buried and it's not a bad thing. It's just you, for the content you provided in this opportunity that you had, it's caused you to have an ex an excess of what you normally wouldn't have in your piles. Right. So, but I would agree. Like when I am sourcing on the weekend, 
sometimes I'm like, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. Why did I do this to myself? Is usually what I say to, to, to myself in my head. I'm like, why did I do this? You know what this is like. It is very rare that you walk into a thrift store on the weekend and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can do this for, you know, it's not too bad. Most of the time it's jam packed, especially if you're going at 11, 12, one, like in that time frame. you got to get yeah. there right when they open. Yeah. I mean, I think in the summer, it's like, go to the thrift store, go to the thrift store when it's beautiful out, because that's like, that's like the only time that it might not be packed, you know? Yeah. Um, And it's so trendy right now, huh? Savers 30% off. I didn't go this time. I did not go. I didn't even see the coupon come through, to be honest. It goes to my old email. And I usually, if I'm going shopping, I'll look for it because, you know, like, I'm like, oh, did I get a 30% off? Um, but I, I didn't even look at the last time I went was 4th of July weekend on July 3rd. I think I went then too, but I did not go this time because I found all those Levi's and I said to myself, you have no business going to a thrift store when you have all this new tag items that need to be listed. Right. What are you doing? Like, no, you're not going. So that's what I did. I, you know, I, I made that commitment. It's hard. Let me tell you when, when like Friday after work and then and yesterday I was like, I go to the thrift store. Like I have one day to use that coupon. Let me just go. Let me just see what I can find. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, you don't need to go. Well, it just pulls you in. And it's so, it, it's just so easy to default to that um, because it is part of our job. So it's all, you know, you can, you can easily justify it. So it's, it's so much harder to stay home so much harder. And, and I get that like feeling when I come home from the bin sometimes and I'm just like looking at the pile, like, oh my gosh, like, it's just so overwhelming sometimes. And the bins are exhausting to begin with. So you're already exhausted. You drove home and now you've cleaned and you've started the whole processing part of the bins. And you're like, why did I do this? Yeah. I like lose a day of my life. I haven't been in so long and I want, and I'd like to go back soon, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, do I really want to do that right now? I don't know. I don't know. I think the key to being super successful at the bins is maintaining some discipline. And it's very hard to be disciplined. The cost of goods is so low. So you're like, I can flip this for 20. I can flip this for 25. You know what I mean? And it's like. Yep. And then I was watching um, Jack and Ryan just went shopping with Melinda in. um, Yeah. And I was fascinated by their haul because Melinda was just sharing like items she was going to bring to buy, sell, trade items she was going to send to thread up. And it was, I would say like, she was only planning on listing you know, maybe 20% of what she picked up. Love that motto. I love, I know you love would. And, and I think it's great too. And, and as I look at all my piles in my house, I feel like that is something I, if I could just let go of the amount of money and we're totally taking this in a totally different direction. It's fine. <laughs> but um, if I could just let go of the amount of money that I will quote unquote lose by not selling it myself, I just feel like I could clear out so much and just like, lighten the load for myself but like every time I look at a piece I just feel like oh I could make so much more if I sold it on my own you know but I did let go I sent 42 pieces to the real real so this goes part with full-time part-time too because I feel like as a part-time seller it's easier for me to let go of some of these pieces and do consignment or buy sell trade or whatever it is right like that's easier for me um where maybe someone that's full-time says well this is money I can make for myself and my business and my income so why would I give it to someone else to make right I think it's personality traits though too 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, because I, I tend to be like, oh, I can make that work. Oh, I can make that work. And I feel like you're a lot more black and white about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't have I, the space. And I, I think, think it causes less stress too, you know? Yeah, to an extent. And then I film my real, real, real video for next week today. And uh, and then we'll get back to what, you know, this topic is really about. But I um I started going through all the things that I let go on the real real. And I was like, oh, man, I made $2 on this. But you know what it was, too? This was during the time my grandma was sick and I didn't really pull anything. So I just left. I left it all there. I still made money in the majority of the pieces. I only lost money on one piece and I lost a dollar. So I made my money back. Um, But I think it's like just that mentality of, okay, I paid $5 or under. I doubled my money. I don't care. Like, and it's just being okay with that. It's just being okay with it. Yeah. And I think, I think the part of what I'm trying to do with the real, real stuff is also things I'm not passionate about, like Mm -hmm. certain blazers or just black slacks. Like I'm like, you know what? I, I'm not going to miss you. Even if I only make 15 bucks, I don't even care because I don't want to list you. You know, it's the pretty pieces that I'm like, gosh, why hasn't that sold in my closet or you know, and I feel like I should be able to make more money on that. Or I agonize over this designer piece. And in the meantime, sell a Bins LL Bean sweater for 40 bucks. You know what I mean? Like it's weird sometimes, like it messes with your head when you look at these designer pieces that just sit. Yep. And is it the expectation that you just think you should be getting more money for it because it's designer? Is it like, and then in the meantime, you're selling all these bread and butter things like boom, boom, American Eagle out the door, 20 bucks, 20 bucks, like, and yes, they're smaller. You're still taking the pictures. It's time to make less of a profit, all that stuff, but they're moving. You know what I mean? So I struggle with designer sometimes, unless it's really fun. I think a lot of people do. And for those who are listening that are part of Patreon group, we're going to continue this conversation in our bonus segment. And if you're not a part of our Patreon group, you can join and you can listen to this bonus segment. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which, oh yeah is that what we're talking oh we're talking about consignment yeah so this is a perfect if you guys want to hear more oh yeah that's yeah. right that's so, okay so I probably should stop talking about <laughs> I forgot we that gave, we gave him a little preview. preview we gave him yeah, a little preview, preview. yeah yeah so five dollars a month for Patreon it. we're up to 40 members yeah I know which is so cool so so cool so thank that's you to everyone who has really joined fun. we yeah. have a great community that's building there and and our last zoom call was really good like didn't want it to end, but it was like approaching 9.30 and we were like, we got to go. <laughs> Super fun. We're, we're becoming a very chatty group very quickly because yeah. yeah. we're getting to we know one another. Yeah, we yeah. form good relationships. And I, I feel like so much happens in the Discord that I'm like, I don't, I don't have time to check in with the Discord <laughs> during the day and I feel so bad. Like you're so good about checking the Discord. I, I try in the morning, in the mid-afternoon, at night. Um, but go. I love that it's just taking off. Like I don't even think yeah. we need to be there because- the community is there and it's wonderful. So thank you guys. Thanks. Thank you to everybody who's a part of that. All right. So when packaging sales, what are the products that we like to use? We can be, we can go fast on this. Yeah. So, um, I use USPS, um, mailers. I use their boxes. They're free. Um, I do have 
like poly mailers that I got off of Amazon. I always keep two different sizes um, in stock because eBay. I never know if I'm going to need one for eBay or something like if it's a first class um, item. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I run out of my USPS stuff because I'm not good and I don't order it in time. And then, then I don't have anything to ship with. So having those other poly mailers there is always helpful. And then I have little thank you stickers they attach to every item. So every item goes into one of those plastic, what do you call those bags? Little plastic bags with the clear um I call those poly bags too. Yeah, they are. So I, you know, I think Lori does the same thing, then puts a sticker on it mm -hmm. and then put it in the mailer. Um I now do have a thermal printer and Lori's had one for a while. I finally um got one of those and yes, it's been a game changer. I did wait a long time, but I finally reached the point where I was like, okay, I'm making enough sales where this justifies me purchasing one. Yeah. Um, I got a no name off of Amazon. Um, I'll link that in the show notes. I'll link Lori's too in the show notes. You can check both out. She has a full memo. So uh, we will link everything that we use in the show notes. If you guys want to look at it, you know, some might be affiliate links. Some might not be, we're just going to put everything in there for you guys to look at um, labels. You get your labels on Amazon, correct? Um, like the, the labels, the, the mailing thermal, labels. Yeah, for the thermal printer. Yes, I do. And I buy off-brand. Although the faux memo ones aren't as expensive. Like I know that the Dymo labels are super expensive if you buy the name brand. Um, mm -hmm. But Dymo is like the the antichrist to me. Yeah, I was <laughs> say, we have a bad experience with Dymo. <laughs> Although my faux memo, I ran out of labels. So I had to revisit and um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't awful. It very smooth printing. The print quality is a plus, but like you look at it the wrong way and it spits out 37 labels. And that, <laughs> that is why I had to break up with my Dymo. Um, yeah. But I know some people have great luck with it. Maybe it's because I buy the off brand. Maybe, maybe if you buy the real labels, they don't spit out at you. Like they're mad at you, but um <laughs> <laughs> like it, no. I like I like the labels that are housed outside because they're flat. Like the the dymos are on a roll. So okay. when you get to like your bottom twenty five labels, they curl. And it's not a big deal, but like you know, little little things when you're printing every single day, you know. Um, so yeah, I get mine on Amazon, and they're inexpensive. I also am big big into USPS. The longer I do this, the more I use the free stuff. Um, I did just have to order some mailers. Um, I just get the black and white gingham because um, I feel like they're good all year round. I feel like they can look festive for the holidays. I feel like you know you can slap a sunflower a sticker and it can look summery. Like I just yeah. love the gingham. And then I ordered these like blush pink, just these soft pink plain ones. They were really cheap. I got 200 of them and I get them in the size 10 by 13 for like shirts and stuff. And then I have one size larger. I think it's an 11 by 14. If it doesn't fit in the Tyvek, yeah. um, it's slightly bigger than the Tyvek or it has a little bit more stretch. If I need to put a sweater, that's just a little big for the Tyvek and I'll put it in like a larger Poly Marilor, but most of my stuff will fit in the Tyvek USPS envelope. And then I love the medium flat rate if I have like small bundles. Um, and the shoe box I use religiously. Um, I order those all the time in bulk. Um, but I think it's regional box B that um, I also use for smaller shoes. And we've talked about in the Patreon um, putting flats and stuff in a padded flat rate envelope. Yes, you need which, to do it. 
I just started doing that. I don't do it all the time, but for smaller shoes or flats, I put a pair of heels in there because I was out of my shoe box and I was like, oh my God, I lost sleep over that. Hopefully. Oh no, I actually got a review on it. Those were the coach heels that sold for 10, $10. And I got, I got five stars and she left me the sweetest message. I couldn't believe it. So I was very happy about that. Oh yeah. That was good. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. So um, I get my little stickers. I have like like just the thank you stickers. But then I also on Black Friday of last year ordered Lori's Boston Found mm-hmm. little label stickers, um, just the little circular ones. And they come on sheets. And mm-hmm. I ordered those through Vistaprint. And they okay. were really inexpensive. And I also ordered like little business cards mm-hmm. that I have like a creepy picture of myself on that I hate, but I'm using them because I just want to use them up. So I'm like, put them in everything. And I can't wait till they're gone because I want to do them. I want, I want new ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I get my labels or I got my labels, my thermal printer on UPS. Oh, oh, right. How did that work out? I got a big box of 3000 and I don't know how, yeah, I have no idea. So I have enough labels to cover me for a while. Um, but, and they were free for those who are, those who are wondering, they were free, but I gave the link to Kay who is, um, passport. Hold on. I'm going to mess up. Her IG, she's local to us. Pizza and passports, right? Pizza and passport, passport and pizza, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Passports and pizza pies. Pizza that's, pies, that's it. Yeah, that's Kay. Um, I gave her the link for it and she said she's only able to get 300, which is still great. Um, so I don't know if they changed it maybe. Maybe they realized a lot of people were- 3,000. 3,000, I have 3,000. Hit um, me up, girl. Give me some. I may try to go back on and see, maybe I got grandfathered into something because I was thinking when I used to work in the marketing firm, I had an account with UPS. So I wonder, and it wasn't under the company name, but it like, it was it like a business account. So I'm wondering if that has something to do with it, but I'll try to see if I can get more and I'll let you know, Lori. 3000. I mean, I just hit 3000 sales on Poshmark, like in my career, I think I'm at like 3,400, I mean, it took me three years. I mean, essentially three years to sell that many. So you should be- Heaviest box I've ever picked up in my life. (laughs) It was so heavy. Oh my gosh. I'm going to go. So are they just like the little stack, the four by six? Yeah, which is great because you can rip them however you want to do it, right? You insert it whenever they're done, then, you know, you grab another stack and you put them in. And you just go to ups.com. There's a link. I'll put it in the show notes and I'll give it to you too, Lori. I don't know if it's like, Kay says she's only able to get 300. So I mean, I 300 for free. I mean, I don't know. I don't need 3000, you know, well, neither do I, <laughs> but like, apparently I have them now. I mean, 300 would suffice for a couple months for me. So yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So I will definitely put that in the show notes. Um, yeah. So that's how I got my labels. I forgot someone on Instagram had posted it and I was like, Oh, I'll try it and see if I can get them. And there you go. There you go. I love it. Um, okay. What does, we kind of talked about this, what our evenings look like as a full-time and part-time seller. I'm going to tell you right now, we're tired. <laughs> Whether you're full-time or part-time, we're tired at night. <laughs> yeah. It's funny for me because nighttime has also become kind of like, I look forward to like being on the couch with my tea or water for the night and like whatever show I might have going on in the background. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole vibe for me. And then I have all of my drafts. So I'll make things go live. 
I'll have my posture VA share, you know, share my closet for me. I'll send out offers. I'll respond to questions. I mean, responding to questions on YouTube and Instagram is definitely part of my day as well. It probably is for you as well, Daniela. We've got that next on our list. <laughs> oh, see, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, um, but yeah, so that, that's, that's, but I don't schedule time for that. And I probably should. I have friends who do not respond to anything on YouTube or Instagram, they budget out the time and then they, they oh. take two hours and they, they answer everybody. And I'm kind of like, I don't like to get that far behind. So right. like, for example, I'll go onto YouTube and if someone just says great video, I'll say, thank you so much with a heart. Like those are really easy for me. So despite the order they came in, sometimes if they're simple things to respond to, I'll respond to them right away and just check it off. Right. Um, but sometimes people ask questions that I need to think about a little bit before I respond to, but inevitably a lot of those get backburnered because if they right. require more of my time, like that's you know, it's, it's a, it's not as easy to respond to same on Instagram. If somebody just says something quick, I can say, thank you. I can give a yes, no, I can give a link. Then some of the questions like I I need, yeah. Some of the questions require more time. So anyways, yeah, that's, that's part of my day too, but yeah, nighttime, I'm really trying to get better. And this has been a request by my kids is to just shut things down for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and I feel like I am getting a little bit better. I feel like I'm really focusing during the day, trying to treat it a little bit more like a nine to five. Yep. And again, when Caitlin's here or whatever, so that at nighttime, I can close my computer at any time. I do a lot of editing at night as well. Um, like more cleanup stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I kind of edit throughout the week, but I'm trying to be better about like that chunk time in the morning, but. Yeah. For me at night, um, I try to veg out as much as I can. Sometimes it's not the case. Sometimes I got to photograph. Sometimes I got to do little things at night and that's fine. I, I budget myself like an hour or an hour and a half that I give myself um, to do that when I need to. I try not to do reselling work more than two, sometimes three times a week at night after work. I try to really limit that. Um, I don't have as many YouTube comments as you do, Lori, but I do try to answer. I don't answer those as they initially come in unless it's the weekend because it's hard for me because I just, I'm not paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then for social media, I try to answer all DMs and stuff like that after work. I try to do all that stuff after work time. So usually at night when I'm on the couch kind of thing, I'm answering DMs. I'm I'm making listings, listings go live. I'm, I'm doing that kind of stuff for YouTube filming. I didn't talk about this yet, but for me, it's the weekend. That's when I'm filming. And I try to do, I try to film um, one to two videos. Sometimes I'm really good and I'll film three videos, but that's rare. Um, today I, I filmed one yesterday and then I filmed another one today and I have another one that's already filmed. So I have two now that are ready to go when I want to, when I want to push them live, which is nice. Um, but I have to edit. Usually if I film on a Saturday, I upload everything on my computer by Saturday night. And then Sunday morning when I wake up immediately, that's what I do is I edit so that I can push it live at some point Sunday, either afternoon or night, depending on how long it takes to upload. Right. Cause you never know how right. long it takes it to upload. So that's typically, um, what we do. And then for the Patreon, I mean, we kind of have like an ongoing thing with Patreon where um, we post different things throughout the month. And it's really not, um, I mean, we schedule time for stuff for the Patreon, but it's not something that requires our full attention every single day, right? Like we, we check in and we do all that kind of stuff. But um, 
Yeah, it's really in the podcast. We've got our schedule. You know, we figured that out last year, what our schedule was going to be. And we've stuck to it. And we know that we dedicate X amount of time on whatever day it is, right? To yeah, do it's typically Sunday to, yeah. to record. Yeah. And then if we know like one of us has something coming up, uh, weekend commitment or something yeah. like that, we'll try to record midweek. And then we're always like, oh my God, this is so nice. What a treat. What Why a don't treat? we do this all the time? Why don't we record two episodes at a time? Well, it takes time and, it, and we don't always have the time to do it. But yeah, it is nice when we have that little like, break <laughs> and yeah. we, we plan it that way yeah. but yeah and then it's like rinse and repeat these are these are the things that we do all the time I mean um th- there of course are circumstances that may come up that we don't do reselling for a few days right or we don't do our typical tasks because something else came up and that's just life but for the most part this is it <laughs> right it can it can definitely get a little a little, you know, boring at times when you're doing the same thing and, you know, there's another rack of clothes. (laughs) There they are. (laughs) I'm to measure and photograph and, you know, but I don't know. My sister-in-law was here today and I brought her down to my studio, which of course is crazy right now because of the estate stuff. stuff. And we were having company. And so all my nieces and nephews were in the basement, like playing ping pong and Pac-Man. So like I pushed all the bags into my studio, which made it look even worse. But she's like, I, I, I don't know where you find the motivation for this. She's like, this stresses me out standing in this room. Like I was laughing. I'm like, I I don't know. She, she said to me, I don't think I've ever been this passionate about anything in my life. (laughs) Come on. And she's like, no, I'm I'm not joking. She has like, she, she works in the corporate world, but um, I was laughing, but I mean, we must like what we do because we we do, we keep going back to it. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that 2022, which sounds weird to even God, say so that, even say. that <laughs> I definitely have to shave off some, you know, I, 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 you know, I have to streamline a little bit more. Maybe I'll feel better once we're back to school in the fall and the schedule is back to something. Um, but definitely right now it, it feels a little crazy. And it's also crazy for me in the summer with the kids home too. Not crazy. They're adults basically, yeah. but like it's different than the school yeah. year. Absolutely. So um, we'll see how, we'll see how the fall goes, but yeah, that's it. Those are our day in the lives. Not that exciting. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, Really. I feel bad sometimes because I feel like people want more for me as far as like a schedule or like more of a routine or how we how I do things. And the truth of the matter is I'm not a very structured person, which is also why reselling kind of works for me. Like I'll have days where I bang out 20 listings and I film a video. And then I have days where, you know, I'm staring off into space. No, (laughs) I'm not, no, I don't have a lot of time to do that, but you know what I mean? Like I, I, you can really hustle at times and get done what needs to get done so that the following day I can get my nails done or meet a friend or spend be time human, with my kids. Huh? Be a human. Just be well, a- Yeah. I mean, everybody has stuff they have to do. You know what I mean? So it, I'm not any different than anybody else who is trying to get what they need to get done during the day. It's just a different set of, you know, tasks that we yeah. do. So yeah, I, I wish so much that I was a more structured person, but you know, this is me. It It's working. I mean, I found a career that actually works with my personality pretty well. So I'm grateful for that, but I'm always, you know, trying to put out some fire to, to meet a deadline or things like that, you know, but it's just who I am. Well, you wouldn't be Lori if you weren't doing that. 
Yeah, I guess, I guess. The person. And we love you for that, Lori. Oh boy, thank you. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully this gave you guys a little bit of insight of the differences and this, really the similarities between part-time and full-time. We all go through the same struggles. We just divvy it up differently throughout the days. That's really all it comes down to. And it all depends, I think, also on how um, dedicated you are to it. Like, are you a hobby seller or are you doing this for extra income? Or are you doing it to save for something? Like, I think a lot of that plays into it too. Oh, for um, sure. And, you know, I think that there are part-timers working towards doing this full-time. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, then there are people, you know, who don't check their notifications for three, three weeks or list. So, yeah, really, it's, it's just whatever it is to you, whatever it means to you and how much time you want to put into it. And, you know, you, you kind of get out of it what you put into it. And so it's really up to you. Uh, maybe people don't want any stress related to reselling and, and they're just, you know, slowly going through their own closet and just really having fun with it. And maybe they just enjoy reselling content. Right. Um, but they're, you know, maybe making a couple sales a week, if that, you know, whatever, yeah. it's whatever makes you happy, you know, and whatever is working for your family and paying the bills that you need it to pay and, and all that stuff. Very true. So on that note, we're going to go. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you back here next Monday. Um, yeah. I felt like Bailey Sarian for a second when you said that. I honestly <laughs> just was like, I think I just went into Bailey Sarian mode. Like I was like, uh, uh, what, what is it? Make good choices. Bye. She's the best. She is. Yeah. We should think of a theme song. All right, guys, help us think of a theme song. We've been talking about this for two weeks now. Let's <laughs> think of a theme song because we can't steal hers and hers is amazing. So no, they're, they're, we can't duplicate Bailey. Okay. She's amazing. All right, everybody, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. This is just a reminder that Thrifters Villas Patreon is officially live. You can find us on patreon.com backslash Thrifters Villa. It is just $5 a month where we're going to offer you bonus content, extra episodes, a free downloadable a month, and live events. So make sure to check us out there and we will see you next week.